Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a current member of the Epsilon ZTA chapter at the University of Arkansas, and I'm excited to share my story. Tell me about yourself. Introduce yourself, maybe what year you are in school, what do you like to do? Tell me something about you. Yeah, so first I'll say that I'm so excited to be here. I'm a big podcast girl, actually. Um, I have just started my senior year, so that means I'm pledge class of 2018, which seems like ages ago at this point. I definitely have loved my years in, in you know, sorority life and here at the school, so I'm excited to do my last one. Um, in terms of like anything I really like to do, I spend a lot of time in the gym. I, like they said, that's where I listen to the podcasts that I've talked about. But um, the thing that I'm most known for that people like to, you know, tag and, and really get intrigued with is that I am um, a current member of Air Force ROTC. Um, which is, you know, painting my career path um, because I will be pursuing a career in the Air Force as an officer. If you had a podcast, what would you name it since you love listening? Oh my to gosh, what would I name it? I wish I could do like an alliteration of my name, but I would want it to be like a fireside chat type yes. of podcast. So I don't know, maybe like I could do like Seaside with Sarah or something. Like that. I'm not even close to the ocean, but maybe I could like <laughs> make it something like that. So it's kind of like a conversationalist podcast. I'm here for it. You're like, I'm not even by water, but we're going to no. put that in the title. I'll move so that we can make it happen. Got to make it your reality. Okay. So Sarah, tell me about what got you into the ROTC. Well, it's actually kind of a really funny story. My dad was in the Air Force, but before I was born, I never was exposed to it as when he was in. Um, my brother is actually currently active duty. He's stationed in Germany. He's a lot older than me. He's eight and a half years older than me, but that created this environment when I was younger where everything I ever wanted to do was like, just like my big brother. And I just wanted to be like him. And I thought he was the coolest person ever. And he is, he's absolutely the coolest person ever. He's the smartest person I know, but I didn't really see like the military in my future um, until high school. I actually got a presentation from the Navy and I was kind of like, I don't know if I'd want to go into the Navy, but this seems like a pretty good gig, like the whole ROTC thing, um, because of the opportunities that it offers and the scholarship that it offers. So I looked into the Air Force side since my brother was in the Air Force. Um, and then I spent my freshman year just really working hard and trying to commit to it. Um, and then I was able to, you know, officially raise my right hand and sign a contract. And that's when it became really real. But the really exciting thing for me is that um, upon graduation, I will immediately outrank my big brother <laughs> because of the training that I'm getting. Um, so after, you know, looking up to him for so long, it'll be really funny for me to just <laughs> surpass a little bit. But yeah, that's that's the story there. How does he feel about that? 
oh, he's proud of me. He absolutely <laughs> loves it. He loves to give me advice, but he knows that, you know, I've modeled so much of what I do after him and that, you know, he's my biggest inspiration and he's very proud of me and, and proud to see what I've done. My journey is very different from his. So I don't think that he's at all jealous. I think that he just hopes that I do well with it. Absolutely. And that's what we hope for kind of anybody following after us, right? Like I used to tell yeah. people all the time, it's not um, my mentees or people younger than me would, would say, oh, I want to be like you when I grow up. No, I want you to be better <laughs> because I made yes. some mistakes, you know, like I want you to be, when you think about that and when you think about your membership in Zeta, how do you think those two intersect? Like, How do those two connect? I think that, you know, we get wrapped up in the idea that, you know, sometimes sororities get a bit of a reputation for having only one type of member in them. But what we don't remember, I don't think we remember enough, even though I think Seda, especially with our philanthropy, does a really good job of this, is that sororities are like the best source of female empowerment that we have in college. And so, you know, for me in the military, the Air Force's statistic is that one out of five members is female. So that's 20%. It's still a pretty big minority, right? And, you know, for me in RTC, the percentage is even less than that right now. Um, and so, you know, Zeta plays into that of offering me that real source of empowerment where I'm not in the minority and I can feel empowered and um, be emboldened to follow my dream, I guess, if you will, even despite that disparity. Um, and that speaks to all of our other members as well. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are nursing majors, which in the nursing field, the nursing field is female predominant, but the medical field is not. The medical field is male predominant. I have a lot of friends who are business majors because the business school at the University of Arkansas is really fantastic. The business world is very male predominant. So um, I think that that is a really awesome representation um, in general of what a sorority can mean to us as we enter these male dominated career fields for sure. I love that you shared that experience. When you think about your, you know, kind of coming to Zeta, you're in this kind of underrepresented population when you're you know, in the ROCC, but that you come to chapter or you or you're around uh, the members of your chapter or just the members of Zeta as a whole and feel empowered and feel seen, yeah. feel heard, or, you know, feel valued. As we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah. So I had these little tagline quotes um, that I wrote down. I have two. This is not an advertisement. I watched this show on Apple TV. It's called Ted Lasso. I will say if people have not seen it, they absolutely should watch it. That's my number one recommendation right now. And Ted Lasso says this line. He says, I have a real hard time hearing people who don't believe in themselves. And when he said that on the show, it's a comedy show, but I was like, wow. I was like, that's, that's good. And I think that that carries over into everything that we should do. You know, you should believe in what you're doing. And when you believe in what you're doing, say it loud and proud and do it. Um, don't do something half. Don't do something that you're kind of iffy about, you know, believe in what you're doing and go for it. Um, and that's definitely something I'm going to use with my cadets this semester, because we 
preach confidence and we want people to be confident in the decisions that they make. So um, I'm going to have a real hard time hearing my cadets if they don't believe in themselves. I love that one because it's almost like this idea of what you said earlier, empower women, empower women. And like I'll often say, empower, in order to feel empowered, you have to feel, you have to understand your gifts. You have to understand who you are and have some type of internal confidence within you before you can instill something in somebody else. So it can be felt and, and, and really, yeah, really felt. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. I think about that quote all the time. Like anytime that I'm, you know, I watch this show over the summer and I think about that quote probably every day because it's just, you know, it's an encouragement. Like no one's going to ever see what I can do like for them or for the world if I don't believe in it myself. And I'm not going to make an impact on anyone else if I don't believe in it too. Um, the second one, and this kind of goes back to that feature that I did with the Zeta Instagram last summer, um, is that I told everyone, I was kind of talking about my experience with ROTC and being a member of a sorority, which is not a very common combo. I know that a lot of people like are like, wow, how do you, do you really do both of those? Like when I tell them, and the point of that is that you can do both. And I am tired of women, especially thinking that they can't. (laughs) And so whatever you think it is, whatever, you know, to, if there's a listener that, you know, is wondering if they can, you know, take a leap on, do something else. If they're also doing this, you're only limited by yourself and you can do both. You should stay hungry and you should, you know, strap up and do both because, you know, the worst case is that one of them doesn't work out and then you move on. That's, that's the worst case. Or you do both and you stun everyone every time that you tell everyone that you're doing both things. So you can do both. You can do whatever you want, um, especially when you believe in yourself. So that is my, that's my two cents on that. Thanks to Sarah for joining us and sharing her Zeta story. And thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode or miss out on hearing someone else's Zeta story. Remember always that the foundation precept of Zeta Alpha is love, the greatest of all things.